0: Hello, hello, and this is Brittany, your host, and welcome to my chair. All right, guys, I'm so excited about this season. What are we going to talk about? Everybody's favorite topic, especially guys, sex. Sex, sex taboos, sex relationships, dealing with shame. Why do I feel bad about having sex, ladies. When is the right time to do it? Why are we so afraid that if we give it too quick that they will run? I'm going to go over all of these things. I've gathered information from males and females, people I've gone on dates with, but also ladies in my chair and their feedback. I hear your worries, ladies. I hear what you want to know. You're scared, and there's a lot of reasons and I have your answers. So let's get started. Right, so on our first episode, and I'm going to call this season 69. I'm skipping a bunch of seasons, act like I'm the real deal. All right, we're going to go, we're going to call this season 69. Who says I have to go in order? Let's rebel a little bit. Yeah, so on season 69, sex, our first episode is going to be on the beginning, the basics, the fundamentals of our sexuality. Now, personally, I was raised very conservative. You wait until marriage. You know, I'm not, I'm going to have the little ring on my finger that that's me, my promise ring to you, me, you, and Jesus, you know, you're not getting the chastity belt off unless God says it's okay, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I grew out of that, but I still noticed even up to 34 years old, that every time I had sex, I'd feel some level of shame or guilt or whatever, if it was just casual sex, Why? All right, let's get down to the basics. Let's get down to science, binary shit. What happens is, ladies, if you're premenopausal, first of all, this is something you need to know, and I've mentioned this in another episode, but we're going to bring all the old stuff into this. If you are premenopausal, as soon as you have an orgasm and you get banged and you're banging, afterwards, Ladies, I notice this too. I feel this bond with this man. And I've heard Christians and spiritualists say you have soul ties and this and that. And uh, we're going to see all the woo-woo stuff for this episode. We'll get into that because I do think there's some valid points that I believe in. Um, but on a basic level, what happens is, is once all the love drugs are released after orgasm, you are going into a nesting period. Your body thinks that you're pregnant whether you are or not. So with pregnancy, what happens? What do we do? We need more certainty and we start nesting. We need certainty. Our body's screaming warnings that a baby is coming. Oh my God, what the fuck? So we start wanting to hear from the guy more. We start releasing this, this chemical of pressure that they they feel. And we don't even know why we're doing it because we don't even really know this guy a lot of times in this day and age when we're banging Why is it? It's because your body starts nesting because it thinks it's pregnant. There you go. And guys, you need to know that too. That's why you get the crazy chicks after sex. Get to know them first. That solves a lot of the issues is make sure you like them. That's why you're getting the crazy girls. That helps with that issue. But women, your responsibility is to know your bodies, know your limits. And, um, you know, I've tested it out. It happens every time. So I'm careful who I sleep with. I'm not at the age of menopause yet. So, you know, I know that's going to happen. So I'm picky who I give my body to, who I sleep with, who I share that experience with. Because I know I'm going to go a little wacko. My body's going to start sending warnings. And then I went to also paint a picture for you, ladies, so you can understand men more and men understand women. If, you know, you're not going to buy a car without doing some research. So when men go into dating, their foot is on the accelerator. Imagine a car, vroom, you know, you got the race car driver going, you know, 120 miles per hour in the Mustang. The women, we have our foot on the brake. We're safety driven. We're gathering information. The men's hormones are building and the anticipation, the tension, they want to release. So it's this infatuation chemical cocktail that makes them think, oh my God, I'm in love. Really, they just want to bang, Okay. When men go into dating, imagine this race car driver, foot on the accelerator. And women, you have your foot on the brake, right? And I know being a woman, I, I don't know you. You don't know me, all right? I'm gathering information about you. Is this guy safe? Is he not safe? Is this someone I could imagine spending every day with? Um, it's just a lot of things going on. Whereas men, they they pick those things up rather quickly and they tend to go into sexual infatuation mode. And that's when all the chemicals of the love drug kick in because they, they're, you know, on a level where animals, they want to release, they want to have sex ladies, every man, whether he's in love with you, whether he's the one, not the one, they all want to bang you. Okay. Do you really want someone who's attracted to you? Who doesn't want to bang you? No, you don't. So what happens is, is they start pursuing and then you guys finally get to the point, your foot's on the brake. You finally give the yes. And then you bang, right? Well, their foot goes on the brake and ours goes on the accelerator because of what I said before for you. We need certainty. We need, you know, nesting period. Well, they start feeling this pressure because all those chemicals were released in their orgasm. So they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now they can think clearly and they start gathering information. They start qualifying. So you see we're opposites here. Now, this is the way it is. All right. I've been thinking about like, okay, as a woman to protect my heart, you know, besides living for the moment, accepting what is, you know, whatever. You have to be at a point where you can accept a thousand divorces before you meet the one, meaning no one's guaranteed in your life, but at the same time, you don't want to be stupid and repeat past lessons. So what do you do? Do you wait? Do you not wait? These are the kind of questions. So we know the basics of the way things are. This is the way I think of it is is, and I've asked guys, I've, and I've put my ideas together. Men have told me that there is this mystery, this mystery feeling. These men who have chosen the one, the one that is a yes. And it's never the girls who give their yes away too quick, mind you. You ladies need to be qualifying based on what you already know you want. And if you don't know what you want, you just keep dating and figure it out. Make mistakes, get your knees skid up. But the men that say, oh my God, this is the one that they aren't just trying to bang. They they have the orgasm and they still want to pursue her. There's this mystery element that they all say they have. And I want to know what this is. What is this? And I think it has to do with a lot of different scenarios with these men, a lot of different things. They start qualifying you. And on an animal level, we all have these different needs. And I think the women that get the yes almost meet all these needs in a man. They give him enough certainty. They give him enough uncertainty. They give him love and connection. They give him all these things, all the the different needs. And this woman, she is confident. She is seductive. She's independent. She doesn't need him, but she makes him feel like a hero. This is the recipe. Now, there also is – I talked to my mom's husband, actually, and she told – he told me, excuse me, that there is something. He doesn't know what it is. There's the women that – it doesn't matter how long you get to know them. It doesn't matter any of that. It's just – it's some mystery sense inside them. They just – is the woman they want to be with. And I think that it – you know, we don't know these men's dating histories. We don't know what they've been through so it all depends. Every case is different, but what I've noticed with is most men have a woman who has broken their heart that has hurt them. And, but they were like the unicorn, and every woman's going to get compared to her. And men have a longer time getting over women, ladies. Here's a fun fact. Because they were taught in society to suppress their emotions. So the trauma stays in their cells longer. So they have this memory of this unicorn in the back of their head that broke their heart. And they're comparing you and every other woman to them till they find another unicorn that matches her. Well, they never will. And guys, you never will. There will never be someone with that exact same energy and connection. But you will find a unicorn again. And she will be herself at a whole different level. Because you changed. So you attract this woman. And that unicorn reminds you of her, but something different. And they sleep with that woman and it depends on their emotional maturity and accountability. If they know their triggers, this woman will trigger the heck out of them because she will remind them of all the pa- that past woman that hurt them. So that's the irony is you could be the unicorn, but they could get triggered if they don't know themselves well enough. So yeah. Is it kind of a shit show out there? Yeah, it is. But that's why you have to find a partner and ask those questions and look for those things of accountability. Do they know their triggers? Where are they at in their healing? And there's ways to find that out. Um, I have a little secret. So what I'll do is if I go out on a date, I'll ask a guy like, so what happened with your ex? Or when was your last relationship? If I hear, man, that bitch broke my heart. Okay. There's no accountability. They still are angry. That means they still are hurting because anger is typically rooted in pain. And if that is so, then they, they need time to heal and they aren't for me. So there's ways to go about it to find out those things. So my point for this episode, guys, is you have some more information on what to do. Now the question is, is when do you bang? When is the best time to bang? And is there even a best time to bang? This is something I'm going to get deeper, really deep into another episode, but I will give you a few examples of love stories in my life of couples that have made it. They have been together 25 years and they're still banging. They still love each other. They have the passion. They're not perfect, but they, they're best friends. They have purpose together, all the things that we want. And some of them banged the first night they met each other. Some of them banged we best friends and then banged later. You know, there was no particular story that was alike. And what I'm realizing is first, if you could get anything out of this episode is gain the knowledge on the car you're driving and build some type of connection. Get to know them. See where they are on their healing journey. That's step one. Where are they at on their healing journey? And be curious. Ask questions, males and females. Ask questions, get to know this person, know your bodies, know you're turned on, your blinders are going to be on and be authentic, be transparent. If you are like, Hey, I just want to bang. I'm still getting over someone, you know, be honest. It's very important, but we're going to get more into this mystery element of choosing the one. What is this divine element where the light bulb goes off even after sex for the males? Stay tuned. Episode 2 we'll go more into this. This is your host, Brittany, and thanks for sitting in my chair.